You are Locked On Aggies, your daily podcast on the Texas A&M Aggies, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Locked On Aggies presented by the Locked On Podcast Network. Cole Thompson back in the driver's seat talking all things Texas A&M. And today, let's break down our player selection 9, 8, and 7 on the 21 Aggies to watch for in 2021. The NFL season is right around the corner, and with it, nobody covers the NFL like the Locked On Podcast Network. August 30th through September 8th, Locked On's Ultimate Season Preview is taking you through every team in every division with the help of Odyssey's Ross Tucker and Jason Lockenfora. Follow the Ultimate Season Preview 2021 feed on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast listening systems starting on August 30th. As always, if you love the show, make sure you're following me on social media at Mr. Cole Thompson and at Locked on Aggies. I am the host of the show and I love public feedback. Anything you can do to make this a more quality sounding podcast, give me a follow, give me a shout out and I will add it into the mix. Plus, Locked on Aggies is your number one source for all things 12th May related content found here on LOP. You can subscribe on iTunes, listen on Spotify, and if you can't do that, listen every single day at LockedOnPodcast.com. So let's go through the list real fast. That way we're all caught up. Number 21, Jameer Johnson. Number 20, Layden Robinson. Number 19, linebacker Andre White Jr. Number 18, Moose Muhammad III. Number 17, Antonio Johnson. Number 16, um, Caleb Chapman. Number 15, Michael Clemens, the defensive end. Number 14, Haynes King. Number 13, Aaron Hansford. Number 12, which was a big surprise yesterday for me as well. Jaden Peavy, the defensive tackle, number 11, Miles Jones, the cornerback, and number 10, Damani Richardson. All right, so who comes in at number nine? Number nine for me, very simple. He's going to be a consistent playmaker, going to be a guy that continues to move the ball. This is your possessional possessional receiver. It's Chase Lane. Chase Lane, to me, is the perfect possessional receiver. You're not going to ask him to do a crazy amount, but what you are going to ask him to do is keep plays alive, move the clock, continue to move the ball, look at the offense and see where the holes are. Just move it. That's all you got to do. What you can like about him is that even though he wasn't a big, big, big playmaker after the catch, he did lead the team in uh, big time plays with five. He had five plays of 20 plus more yards. He also had a big 51 yard touchdown reception against the likes of Mississippi State. And 19 catches is nothing to write home about, but he did do a lot with those 19 catches. He averaged 14.1 yards per catch, and he consistently was picking up first downs. Really good game against Florida. Really good game against Mississippi State. Really good game. A a pivotal game and a pivotal catch against the likes of Auburn on the Plains last year. Uh, Without him, I don't know if they walk away with a victory over Auburn because that's how close it came down to, 28-20. That 15-yard catch set up the Jalen Weidemeyer touchdown on the very next play. That ultimately gave momentum to Texas A&M, and that's why A&M walked away with the win. So when he isn't making big-time, like, jaw-dropping plays, because that's just not his style, but he's a constant playmaker, and those are things that you have to like about somebody like a name, like Chase Lane. Somebody who just knows how to play football, and more importantly, is really good at the game, but does a really good job of just controlling the clock. This is exactly what a possessional receiver is. He's a guy who's going to be able to move the ball, consistently find first downs, and keep drives alive. The other thing that you got to like, according to, uh, I think it was Jimbo Fisher who said this about a month ago, he bulked up. 
He got a little bit bigger. He got a little bit stronger. He had on, I think, like six or seven pounds of muscle. Uh, he's a guy who has shown that he can go the distance. He has good straight line speed. And probably the biggest thing of all is you can pair him with another guy to where you consistently are finding targets. He's your possessional guy. You pair him with Anaya Smith. Smith becomes your more downfield receiver, your slot receiver. You pair him with Caleb Chapman. He becomes your vertical threat. Those are all things you have to like about what he brings to the table. He's a very athletic player. He's a very solid player when it comes to just moving the ball. Uh, reminds me a lot of like Jordan Shipley from when it, uh, when you were at Texas. I know people don't like hearing about Texas, but Shipley was the go-to weapon for the likes of Colt McCoy for years. Never really was a superstar at the position. And that doesn't mean that Chase Lane can't become a very talented player and eventually a NFL you know, wide receiver. What it's just saying is, is that when you look at productivity, uh, uh, Jordan Shipley was a guy that didn't have a ton of receptions, but what he did do was he constantly was moving the ball, setting up Texas inside the red zone, getting big time plays helping out on those little things. And those little things go a big way for players like someone like Chase Lane. He's a guy that's known for picking up first downs, whether it be on first, second, or third. And I do think that with another quarterback, maybe one who wants to be a little bit more pass eccentric, once he gets a feel underneath the system, he understands that there's probably two guys you can lean on the most. Number one, being in Chase Lane as your possessional. And number two, being Anaya Smith, your do-it-all weapon. Guys, there are a few things in life that just aren't fun to talk about. One of them is excessive sweating. I know this for a fact because when I go work out afterwards, I go take a shower and I still find ways to sweat, especially in this muggy heat known as Houston, Texas. And one of the worst things is going into a press conference, going into a meeting and having those pit stains, having that excessive sweating, always feeling like you're losing pounds when really you're just smelling up your body. That's why I like love to use Sweatblock, the best antiperspirant wipes on the market. Sweatblock is stronger and more effective than most clinical antiperspirants. You simply apply it the night before at bed, go to sleep, wake up the next morning, wash it off, and go about your day without any worrying about sweat. Guaranteed. I've done this already twice this week, and every single day I go to Texans practice, go to Texas A&M pressers. I am not sweating no matter what degrees it is outside. Go visit sweatblock.com and use the promo code locked on for 20% off your very first purchase, or you can use the promo code on Amazon or CVS. Don't sweat anymore and feel comfortable in your body by using the one and only Sweatblock. You know what I hate? Spending money on things that I don't need. And one of the biggest places you do that is when you go to an auto store. Because of what you have to do is pay an installment fee, a shipping fee, a handling fee, and of course, you gotta tip the guy for installing the part, when you probably could do it yourself if you just knew where to get the part in the first place. That's why I recommend you use rockauto.com. rockauto.com is an online auto part family business that has been serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. They have everything from brake pads to tail lamps to motor oil and even new carpets. So whether you're just trying to do something with your daily driver or refurbish a cult classic they have the parts for you i actually was able to replace the back taillight of my audi q5 by going on a rock auto typing in the year typing in the model and seeing the low low price their catalog is very unique and very easy to navigate through so you're always going to be able to find the parts in seconds go visit rockauto.com right now to see all the parts available for your car or truck and write in locked on on the how'd you hear about section so they know that we sent you it's amazing selections, reliably low prices, all the auto parts you ever need. RockAuto.com, it's the place to be. Locked on Aggies, presented by the Locked On Podcast Network. Let's continue down the list. Number eight, probably a player 
that maybe is a little lower on some people's list. I like him a little bit higher. I really like this player. I really do think that he's going to be a difference maker for this team. That's Leon O'Neal. Leon O'Neal, the biggest thing you can take away from when he spoke at uh, practice, before practice on Monday, the guy loves football. The guy is absolutely in love with football, and more importantly, he's in love with the Texas A&M culture. This is an Aggie through and through. When I talk about loving the Aggie culture, loving what Texas A&M can do, loving what A&M is, Leon O'Neal embodies that, and he uses that as his motivation fuel when he's on the field. There are so many reasons why Texas A&M fans consider him probably the voice of the 12th man on that defense. He doesn't wear number 12, but that's okay. He plays like the 12th man. Like all 102,000 people in the stands are right behind him and they suck the energy all into him and he goes ahead and makes plays. He is playing for every single one of those fans deep downfield, deep in coverage, against the run. And that's what you got to love about him. This is Mr. Aggie, in my opinion. This is exactly what Mr. Aggie is. He's a team leader. More importantly, when he went through his entire thing a couple years ago, he kind of showed the mental aspects of what it means to be a college football athlete and how much wear and tear on the body, but also the mind it really does take to play college football in today's game. And a lot of people were turned off by that, but to me, that showed more mentality and more manhood and more of anything else out there than anything that you do on the football field. You being able to open up your heart and being able to say, listen, I'm going through some stuff. And football, it is not right now my biggest concern. Those are things that I take away that I really appreciate about a player like Leon O'Neal. But more and more, time and time again, he has a chance to be a really special player and to go down in history as a really special Texas A&M Aggie because of what he can do. He's a great tackler. He has the good frame. He comes in weighing, uh, he comes in at six foot one, 210 pounds. He's really, really good in coverage. He's a perfect hybrid player. The best way I can put this, if you want to run a dime defense where you're playing three safeties, you have one player at every level. Keldrick Harper is your guy who plays deep in coverage. You have uh, Damani Richardson who's playing more in the zone. And then you have your rover, your guy who just does a little bit of everything. That is exactly what Leon O'Neal is. He does so much on the ball. You can see him blitz. You can see him play in against the run. You can see him play in zone. You can see him come down and make an immediate tackle on dump passes, on slot receivers. He is able to guard them in man coverage. There is so much to like about this. And last season, he showed off pure speed by hanging on with Jalen Waddell inside Tuscaloosa, Alabama, one of the fastest players in college football last season. So you got to like that about him. He was able to contend. He was able to take steps along with Kadarius Toney as well. There is a lot about this player that just exudes confidence, number one. But number two, just shows that he is there. You have to be a fan of Leon O'Neal. You don't have to maybe like everything that he's done. You don't have to also like that he is not maybe the biggest and the strongest guy on the team. But he is the guy that's going to represent Texas A&M more times than not on so many different levels. When it comes to the locker room, he represents what the 12th man means. When it comes to making plays on the field, he's going to represent what the 12th man means. And he also is a character. I mean, I get it. Jimbo Fisher is not a fan of him wearing orange gloves on Halloween. He's not a fan of him doing little stunts like that. That's that, that that's more of a coaching thing. That's not really a you know player thing. Some players just enjoy having fun with that kind of stuff. And I look at this. This is a guy who enjoys having fun. He represents what the 12th man culture needs every single Saturday afternoon. 
Every single Saturday night, Saturday afternoon, Saturday morning game, doesn't matter what time you're playing, he represents exactly what Texas A&M needs. And more importantly, what Texas A&M is. College football is back, and with it, that means that we have the NFL and bets are at an all-time high. So make sure you go to the one place we love and the one place we trust. That's betonline.ag. Get updated odds, props, contests, including the online's biggest half-million-dollar mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest right now. Head on over to the website and use the promo code LOCKEDON to receive a 100% welcome bonus from football to basketball, boxing, UFC, and so much more. Get in line, stop sitting on the sidelines, take advantage of the great offers found in the 2021 season when you visit betonline.ag. Your online sportsbooks experts. Locked on Aggies, presented by the Locked on Podcast Network. Betting on college football doesn't have to be a guessing game when you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast, hosted by your boy Q, the Paramount expert, Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team, favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's Lock of the Day. Follow the Locked on Bets podcast, brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get your podcast listening systems. All right, so coming in at number seven, this was another tough one. I want to go one of two players... And in the end, I just did a coin flip. Both were freshmen last year. Both made an immediate impact. I believe, personally, having a number one cornerback gives you a little bit of an edge. So coming in at number seven for me, Devon A-Chain. A-Chain is pure speed. I have said this multiple times on the podcast. I will continue to say it multiple times on this podcast. A-Chain is exactly what you want in pure speed. Guy can fly. And he is the fastest player on Texas A&M. He set a new Texas A&M record in Eugene, Oregon at the Olympic trials with 20.23 in the track event for the 200 meter. That's how fast he is. When you watch him play, he is exactly what you need. He is lightning in a bottle. And it's amazing to me that so many people want to try him at different positions. Why not leave him out running back and let him do what's great? At the end of the day, I may look silly putting him at number seven. I really could. He could end up being number two or number one on this team. That's how talented he is. But every single game last year, when he was on the field, lightning. Lightning in a bottle. That is exactly what you want. He is so fast. He is literally flying across the field. It doesn't matter where you line him up either. You can play him in the slot if you want to. You can play him in an offset formation. You can play him in the eye formation. You can do a lot of different things with the likes of Devon A-Chain, and he is going to make an immediate play. Basically, when Anaya Smith goes to the NFL next year, this is going to be his replacement to where you can use him in a multitude of ways. I believe that he's going to be your number one running back if Isaiah Spiller goes to the NFL as well, but at the same time, if Isaiah Spiller doesn't, that's totally okay because of what you instead have is you have a one-two combination. But next year, where Spiller is the one and A-Chain is the two, A-Chain would be the one, and hopefully LJ Johnson would be the two, making an impact right away, really starting to help out. This is a guy who has so much abilities, and he's really, really talented if you use him on special teams, kickoffs, punt returns, all those areas of of expectation. But again, home run threat. Every single time you get the ball in this hand, number six has a chance to score. That's just the best way to put it. Every single time you put the ball in his hand, number six has a chance to score. I remember watching him when he was coming out of um, a Fort Bend Marshall, and everyone said, oh, well, what do we do with him? He's an all-purpose player. Dude, give him the ball and let him work. Play him at wide receiver. Play him at running back. I don't care. Just get the ball in his hand. Do not make him play defense. Make sure that this guy is an offensive weapon, and he is easily one of the most complete players on this roster. 
The problem is, is that in every single aspect of where he lines up, somebody is going to take a spot away from him. Somebody is going to take a rep away from him to where he's not going to see all the first team reps. They're going to run a lot of 11-man personnel to where they have Anaya Smith, uh, probably Caleb Chapman, Isaiah Spiller, and Chase Lane on the field. You can't get them on the field there. They're going to run a lot of 12-man personnel where maybe it's Smith and Lane, and instead it's Baylor Cup as your other tight end. So those takes away reps from him. They're also going to run a lot of two running back sets where both Spiller, Smith, and A-Chain will be on the field. That is a scary thought. Like, that is a very scary thought to think of. Breaking it down, Anaya Smith as your slot receiver. Then you have, say, a good out route. Or let's let's throw an in route. Let's throw an in route. Because one's running a slant, one's running an in. And let's say A-Chain runs the bubble route. While everybody is moving in, you have now a wide lane to do a dump pass to A-Chain and watch that... 200-yard, 20.2 track speed, go to work. That is how talented this kid can be. That is how up, how much upside this kid has, and that is how much I love watching this kid play. Honestly, I could put him as number two, and I would not regret it, but I think that because of how many other players are in the spots ahead of him, he's not going to be that big of an impact for now. But I will not be shocked by the end of the season. He has over 1,300 total yards on the ground and probably 11 or 12 touchdowns. That's how talented he can be. That's going to do it for this edition of Locked on Aggies. Make sure you're following us on social media at Mr. Cole Thompson and at Locked on Aggies. On tomorrow's show, six, five, four, almost into the top five. Where do I have these players? I'll give you a hint. One is a wide receiver. One is a cornerback. You can guess who comes in at my last spot. See you tomorrow. And remember, big and y'all. This has been Locked on Aggies, presented by the Locked on Podcast Network.